Okay, guys, and we have on the uh, phone lines right now with us, Mr. Sean. Welcome to the show, man. Yeah, this is Sean. Hey, Rick, I have one question for you, man. Uh, what nationality do you reside with? Nationality? You know, uh, Puerto Rican. Yeah, no, you know, you know, you know. Uh, so uh, I'm Puerto Rican, you know, but you know, I'm, I'm also American, you know, because Puerto Rico belongs yeah, to the United you're, States. You're, you're a native-born American. Yeah. So, you know, it's okay. It's, it's so a, am I. It's like if, if just in case, same case if I, if I was like Hawaiian or something, you know, that same thing applies to them. So. No, no, no. You got a Spanish accent. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you for thank you so much for that. Go ahead, man. What do you think? What What do you want to uh, bring to the show, man? Go ahead. Mike is yours. Oh, uh, so, no, I, no, I just called in. Um, Sean knows all about reparations. Um, he is Native American. <laughs> Tell us about the Native American experience. Oh, once, once. He's Paiute Indian. Tell us all about life as a Paiute. Are you, uh, hey, Sean, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Sean, give yes, me a I'm here. Uh, th- My people were shuff- uh, shuffled onto a reservation called the Pai Shoshone Indian Reservation. It's in Nevada, uh, up near New- uh, Reno and uh, Lake Tahoe. Okay, Sean. It's called Fallon, Nevada. Yeah, it's a reservation. Okay. So, Sean, I got a question. Yeah, sure. Okay, I got a question. First of all, okay. Do you really exist? <laughs> are, are you a real person? Because we've been we've are been debating this. Because because Lisa, which I just found out, is not really her first name. Yeah. Are you a family member? Are you a family member to her, or are oh you her gosh. physical trainer? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I told her that I would be her personal trainer. But uh, tell you the truth, okay. uh, when I went to school, yeah, when I went to school, it was uh, over at Damn Neck Base in Virginia. Um, that's where I finished my college education. And uh, Lisa was the first uh, Virginian that I met when I moved here from California. So you are, dude. You just told that you just told them you're my personal trainer. Can you correct okay. the record, please? So, no, 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 no. I, we don't need to correct. I said I, said I would do it. I said I, I said I would help her out. There you go. I appreciate. I'm, I'm not getting paid, by the way. I'm not getting paid. I'll tell you that. No, no, no. But that is not our relationship. Our relationship is we are exes that are reconnecting. Yeah, we got, we got, we got a video uh, on the background of Sean training Lisa and uh, a couple people yes. more. Yeah. So uh, just we, Sean, we continue. Exes reconnecting, correct? <laughs> I, I, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Uh, <laughs> she was. She was the first woman that I met. And it, uh, the first one, I like it in Virginia. Okay, so all right, Sean. First of all, I would like to thank you for your service because it is uh, it's very hard to uh, thank you to, both to deal with Lisa. You know what I'm saying? I've spoken to her for this is what the the week three, week three probably, and I'm I'm about to pull my 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 hair out. Uh, but the the question I had was uh, on racism, okay? Uh, you know best because I know a lot of Native Americans. I actually have a one good friend. He's Native American. Straight from, you know, he came out the reserve, uh, not the reservation, okay. I mean. And he said that Which they, don't like, they don't like anyone. 
there's some truth behind that because um, there's a whole other level of racism. Uh, it goes by tribe. So it goes by tribe. Also, my dad was a pie. He didn't like Apaches, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, that does. So yeah, yeah, it's a whole other level of racism <laughs> that, that I don't think the average man goes through. But so okay, so is that is that considered racism or is it considered uh, like classism? It's or, uh, to me, I, I kind of group it all in with the same thing. Uh, it's territorial. It's color. It's it's not like the darkness of your skin, but it's okay. also like the way you're raised, and you know, you know, how many family members you got, stuff like that. And so, how do you feel? About, I was related to everybody but, on the reservation. <laughs> how do you feel about the current situation that we're currently in with America and its race relations that we are obviously seeing take a take a first? First seat right now. Uh, yeah, my, my personal opinion is that I think they need to take some of the authority away from the police officers. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. I've had a couple run-ins and, and some that were way outside of a protocol uh, with certain police officers over here in the Hampton Roads area. And um, so I just stay home now. You know, I don't look the part. I'm definitely not from here. So... But yeah, no, they, they got to take some of the authority away from the police officers, in my personal opinion. Hey, Chuck, can you give us a couple examples? Because right now I am seeing what is happening in Washington State, in Seattle. I mean, these people, uh, what their governor, the liberal governor calls a peaceful protest, is expanded to six blocks of the city. Okay, people from Seattle are scared, afraid, leaving the city, and there's uh, uh, there's crimes and rapes being committed over there. So, what kind of what kind of what kind of uh, Powers are we taking from the police uh, force and putting to somebody else's hands? Well, I'm not really sure what the answer is. I'm trying to think it through, uh, but uh, honestly, they got they can't use deadly force anymore. Uh, that's just something I come up with. Just you can't use deadly force. So how we, there's other methods. Yeah, I how, mean, we, this is 2020. We we have so much technology right now that you can subdue people without having to kill them. And how we how 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 police officers going to deal with somebody who's shooting at them, three o'clock in the morning, hiding on the bushes, you know? And then the only thing that you have is a a flashlight on your hand and maybe uh, maybe a, a nine mil uh, with what thirty rounds. Well, you know, basically, I think I think Ricky, you've been. I think you might. Yeah, be if, little, if you're a, a low level guy, extreme. yeah. I can't have the AR-15 sitting here. Yeah, some some of them they do, but I mean, you don't you don't you don't bring your AR-15 out of your vehicle on every every time that you uh, no, get in contact with people. Not if I'm coming in for yeah. Not if I'm coming in for a, a peaceful protest. I would not bring an AR-15. I bring the flag, I, I bring a bullhorn or something, just, you know, and, and protest peacefully. Isn't that kind of what the Constitution states? Yes, it does. Thank you. It doesn't say you have the right to protest. It says you have the, you have the right to a, a peaceful assembly. Uh, yeah. Okay. The fact that they're burning cars and stuff like that, and they're destroying stuff, 
Honestly, uh, I don't know about that. I totally disagree with all that. Yeah, I, I was listening to the uh, radio station. They were talking about some place back in like Denver or some where they protested and they burned a bunch of stuff down. And uh, and they said that there was like fifty arrests in one night, and not a single person was local. It, it didn't have a local address. They came from somewhere else. So, Sean, I'm gonna I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you a video right now, okay? And then, you know, we're talking about how the police will deal. We're talking about how the police will deal with uh, individuals on the road, okay? And, and I know we're getting right out of topic, and that's okay. This is what the show is about, oh, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to. Uh, no, no. I, the problem I, that I have is that I'm, I'm on my phone, so this is the only way I, I, I can view the. Uh, the video and that's okay so, so I have to hang up. no 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 do you uh don't don't uh don't hang up yet so i'm gonna i'm gonna narrate this for you okay so in this video okay i am showing a police officer okay getting some interaction with uh with a, uh an individual okay and then uh, okay. what is uh, happening yeah, yeah, what, is, what is happening here is the, the the officer gets to the car and he smells some marijuana on the car okay Okay. Now, now, in a couple seconds, there's there's uh, there's a camera from the officer on the from the side of the vehicle, another camera from the back, from the trooper into the uh, into the uh, Cadillac Escalade. Okay, this, this guy has no marijuana car. This guy refuses, you know, to comply with the officer, and then the uh, the individual, and we will see in a second in the in this video, will start. Okay. We start we start the car and run away while right. the officer is hanging okay. from the door. Okay. I know you can probably what, hear it. What state, yeah, what state is this in? We're waiting on it, one second. It's in Florida, it's, in, it's happening in Florida. Okay. I am not gonna lie to you, but this is like what I told you, my, my friend got shot by the police. The only, the only thing is, is the officer approached him with his gun already drawn yeah. for a routine traffic stop. And because my friend had PTSD, he, he immediately went to another place. Like he totally freaked out. So he, he did drive off like fleeing but okay. because he was in a different state that the gun like triggered something. Okay. So based 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 on this video, we see They're how based on the video based on the video we see how. <laughs> you say what? Bless you. Hey, Sean, what did you say? I believe the police officers are under trained. That is correct. I think I think that they need. They, they, they can train them better. Okay, de-escalation. You know, we can we we uh, we can definitely you know have the uh, the the country you know push for some bills for to fund not to defund but to fund the uh, police uh, officers uh, uh whatever stations whatever uh, prisons whatever it is so they can get the proper training and they can stop relying on so much online training i think the problem that we have with police officers yeah, i totally agree with you yeah? yeah i totally agree with that okay if they just train them better then uh they may not have had military training like you had or like the other gentleman had but uh I've had it too, my damn self, and uh, you, you just learn differently. You get better training. 
So I, I, I got with you, but I, I think that I think you know, hundred percent. I think we need we need to we need to fund the, the, these uh, these agencies so they can stop relay uh, you know relaying in just these online trainings or hours that they get. I just saw a you know a, a video of a, of an officer getting destroyed in court, destroyed because uh, they offer in both uh, uh, in in his state training in person and training online, and he failed to meet both requirements. You know. He was he was not yeah. he was not uh, uh, over overdue, but he was he was on the on the on the on the margin. So uh, and and, and people and people okay. go people go free, you know, for DUIs or X Y and C. So uh, yeah. But I mean, when when it comes to when it com when it comes again to uh, the use of force uh, from police officers to individuals, I believe that they need to get more de-escalation training so they can learn they they, sh they should learn how to handle with different individuals, not mm -hmm. just somebody who's distressed because most of the uh, most of the deaths that we point. see yeah i totally agree with you the, the last the couple of weeks ago we saw george floyd you know he was murdered on the street yeah uh, man, he has me on the back of his neck man okay and the, that's kind of a kill shot tell me anybody that knows anything that, that's a kill shot and and that's correct but i mean how how the officers de-escalate the the uh the intervention i think that when they approach the individual george floyd he was already high on on drugs he was uh scared because he got caught you know dealing with some counterfeit money you know there's a couple things to the equation uh if we if we look at the other yeah it is but it is but it doesn't does it warrant losing your life over it i don't give a damn i don't care if i'm i'm, I'm high on a little bit of weed or something it doesn't want losing your life right that's what that's where the de-escalation uh a training should come handily um yeah that was an illegal move and the governor of the state even said that diesel do you want to add something that to was that? an illegal move um, yeah you had a knee on the back of his neck he couldn't breathe and he died and they drove him across the street through him paddy wagon i i it agree with me also off. Yeah, I, I uh, Sean. Uh, first of all, like I said, I, 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 it's good to hear your voice because we didn't get to hear your voice for however long that Lisa tried to pretend that you uh, really existed. Uh, Lisa, um, Lisa's so been good. a good friend of mine for a long time. It's good. She's it's a good. friend. We're friends. It's good because now I I don't believe that I am I'm hearing things. I believe that you're a real person. And it's good that I'm having a conversation with you instead of Lisa pretending her voice is, you know, her distorting her voice. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate the fact you, you uh, left me on the show here. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I want to say that was a good point Ricky put out is, and I think that's the whole issue that we need training. Like uh, a lot of we have a lot of a lot of people not from the area. You know, they get put into these hostile areas. They get kind of boosted up and kind of filled with propaganda in their mind to say, you know what, you're about to go to Shaw Town, Chirac. You better be ready. These boys will kill you. And and it's not a lot of relatability, you know. So right. if, if cops would just relate to how they would feel if they got pulled over. It was one big thing while I was in the military that I learned coming up okay. in the ranks was never forget where you came from. And a lot of cops, no. they, they have this superiority complex or this, they think they're better than people type thing. And they forget where they come from and they forget how 
nerve-wracking it could be to deal with another police officer, um, especially a new face. <laughs> you know, yeah. I say it all the time. I meet, I meet people I'm with kindness. Sick. You know, I meet people with kindness. You know, I crack a joke, whatever. And to a point, like, look, man, a lot of cops, they'll just give the damn summons. When you see these, yeah. uh, and, and just give the summons. This cop that you pulled right. up, Rick, right. he had his body cam on, but how many other cops didn't have their body cam on? Mm-hmm. Where's George Floyd's body cam uh, from those cops? That is correct. It's still, I, I think he's stealing evidence. Yeah. <laughs> We never, you never saw uh, it. Florida's yeah, 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 Florida. Florida a sunshine mm. state, so they put all their stuff on the internet. Because that's their that's their state laws, but that's not the way it is everywhere. So, don't assume that like they're hiding something or. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm not. I'm you not, know, I'm not I got a noble it. story for you, Lisa. I'm not. What? I'm not assuming. I'm not assuming what I know. A lot of cops. How do you was, know? Because I've been through where cops with disabled body cams. I've been yeah, through where I've cops. I've been through where cops they, they, shine they, the light they, they, they in, in your camera. Do you know the body cam footage? So the body cam actually records the first, I believe it's like 30 seconds um, and before they, they have to hit the button to activate it. But before so, they hit the button, yeah. it's, recording the, it's recording. It's just no sound, but it's already recording. So like then, I said, they, they, they I would like the to button, explain something. And then, it, and then it'll show when they hit the button to turn it off. I've, so I've watched like, it a thousand like, times. Okay, so I'm not assuming, <laughs> once again, I'm not assuming in, that you, they're you turning are off body cameras. I got to run up on you, Lisa. About the George Floyd, about the George Floyd no, body camera. I am not. Assuming about the George Floyd, you told me. Why do you already know? Do you Lisa, already know Lisa, that there's I, no footage? I got it. The only way we can communicate. You can't compartmentalize it. Yeah, one person speaks and another one listens. So all I'm saying is, you told right, me the George Floyd is an incident where the the body cam is in evidence, and I said, okay, cool. I agreed to disagree. I don't know it. I don't know what's happening, but I'm hey, man, telling you. Back. From, all right, dude. I'm. I'm telling you from my experience that I know cops turn off body cams. I know cops put on the shining light in your camera when you're recording because they don't want yeah. you to record. And they're saying, well, I'm not taking the camera from you. You're, 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 you're in a hundred percent right to, to film this. I know that. You I'm have every saying, right to film it just like they have every right to film you. Right. I'm not saying that the body cam wasn't turned into evidence. I'm just saying that based off of my experience, I wouldn't be let down if they turned off their body cam. I wouldn't say, well, I didn't see that coming because I've seen it coming. I've seen it been, you know, done. In But you're normally the light. You're normally the, the, the light person. And I'm normally the, what do you call me? The Debbie Downer. So I would assume unless, unless it it is, been put out there that there is footage. I would love to see that footage. And if there's you yeah, probably there's won't there's until footage. the trial. You probably won't until the trial. Okay. Okay. And that's just okay. because it, that's that particular state. So Florida just everything happens to put all their business on the internet. So this video footage of everything. Their... What? 
Everything is videotaped. There's video footage of every single thing out there, pretty much. Yeah, well, we're specifically referring to the body cam footage, though. Yeah, uh, I got pulled over one time, and the cops, uh, this is the first time they introduced uh, the body cam um, on the um, police department down here. Chesapeake was the test trial, and uh, they had it on their shoulder. So when he got out, he had this camera on me. But but it also records, keep in mind, it also records audio. So what they were doing was that they were turning their bodies to the right or off to the side so that it didn't record on video. And then they just did audio during it. Mm. And, and that came up during my uh, yeah, my court case with these cops. Because the judge wanted to see it, so they brought a laptop out and everything. Laid it out there. They, they, they put the, uh, the body cam video, and the cops, they kept the audio on, and they kept the video on. They would just turn off to the side. They, they would just move the video away from you. <laughs> yeah. And the judge got pissed off. It goes into what I was saying about cops knowing the blind spots. George Floyd's cops parking the vehicle so it wouldn't, so they wouldn't uh, see. Yeah, what they, they had body cams on them. They have body cams, so you know I got you. I got what you're saying, Lisa. It could be with evidence, but it could also be turned off. It, it, it could be. It can, but I just like to be it optimistic. I laid it out very uh, easy. Yeah. Okay, guys, let's give let's give about uh, about one one more minute ish if you guys desire to, so we can go to the next topic, guys, because so we got a couple of things to cover okay. today. Uh, are we oh, g- we can go to the next topic. Next topic. Okay, Sean, so Sean, I'll call you What's later. The next okay. Topic? Oh, okay, thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go, bye. Bye. All right. So, uh, thank you so much, Sean, for calling the uh, the show again. The phone lines are open, five two zero two six one seven two four six. So the uh, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, I like to talk about affirmative action, guys. And I have a and I have a video for you guys. Again but with this. Yeah, I, th- I think we need we need to address affirmative action. Is affirmative actions racist or no? I think it had its it had its need it it was needed at the time that it came out. I just don't see the need for it currently. But it 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 was valid at the time that it started. So uh, let me let me give you let me give you uh, let me see if I can get the video right here, and then we got this guy right here. Steven Crowder, Steven Crowder, you know, great American. Some of you guys just don't like the guy, so that's okay. Right, that for example, an Asian American female student would have to score higher on the SATs to be admitted in comparison to a white male student. I don't think it's right, but again, I just think that's what's gotta happen because we live in an imperfect world. Okay, so you think it's okay that female Asian American students have to do better than not only black students, but have to perform better than white Americans. In other words, Asian students actually are unfairly treated in comparison to white Americans. So you would have to argue, I suppose, that Asian Americans have been less marginalized than white males. I haven't seen any numbers that prove that. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at the numbers, for example, at Harvard, and I I can uh, show them to you afterward, uh, the average scores were required to be admitted into higher education, Ivy League schools. Uh, With Asian Americans, it was 1350. 
with white Americans, it was 1310. With black Americans, it was 1100. So an Asian American female student would, on average, be required to have a higher SAT score and higher performative metrics academically than a white male. So now, uh, you know, uh, I know that some of people on the chat room already started talking about it. So what we think about these guys? Is this, uh, is this discriminatory? This is a uh, classless, can we say classless or classless? Like racist, but not based on- Class, Classes. Classes, okay. Yeah. Or, or racist. How, you know, how, how can we, because uh, this, is, this is what affirmative action is bringing. I will say this. Um, I can't believe this meme that I see on Facebook all the time is actually a real thing. <laughs> it is true. But okay, I, I digress. <laughs> What's the meme? I always see like this guy with a sign, and it's like, you know, it could be anything. Like, you know, butter on pop tarts is the best. Change my mind. I see the, it's, you know, stuff like that oh, all the okay. time, and I'm like, I just thought it was a meme. I didn't know that it was a real thing. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. Okay. Uh, no one should, based off of their race, have to score any higher than another race. That is that is what the chat was saying. I guess it's 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 literally trying to separate us and trying to make a superior race based off of quantifiable numbers. Because, I mean, even when I was a kid, we were always taught Asian people were like a hundred times smarter than us, you know what I'm saying? And they'd use mm. the abacus and all this other stuff. And so we just felt we couldn't really compare it to Asian people. Like they knew math, like that was their thing. And that's just something to it's to try to program people, man. It's try to classify things and to put people in a bubble, like how how they try to put Lisa in the bubble based off her race, and and she tries to say no government, I'm other. You know what I'm saying? So no, I don't I don't agree with that. Well, it's I'm just so I am black and I'm proud to be black. I just don't feel comfortable with the government saying that's all I am. So I'm Lisa and being black is a part of I, I got that. No, I got that. And I, I don't that. I don't like the government just kind of like putting me in this box. It's just it's just kind of so it's like I said, you know, a few weeks ago, I would be a anarchist if I didn't love the law so much. So I'm always trying to stick it, stick it to the government any way I can. Even though that is such a small insignificant way, I feel like a soldier. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going against your cause. I'm saying literally this. what we're talking about is the government stating Asian people have to score higher than the white person. This is what I'm talking about. Oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree with. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. 
especially not in this time. Like in, in the eighties, I understood it. Um, the seventies, seventies and eighties, because, um, it, it was tough for um, black Americans, Americans to get a job. And I totally get that. But I think when the new millennium came in, I think our culture as a whole, um, you know, was, I guess Hold more on. understanding. I, it, it, Hold it, on. I just, the, mm-hmm. the, the point we're making here is one class or one race has to score higher than another race just to get to the same position. That is correct. Which is into Harvard. So you're telling me you understood that back in the 1980s? For black Americans. I believe I specifically said that black Americans, the point of affirmative action when it started was to help black Americans gain employment. (laughs) That's what I said. Like, don't read in beyond that. No, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm asking your opinion about what we just heard about one well, class. That's what I said. I just said now I don't agree with any of that. I think you shouldn't, none of that should matter. Like just do away with the whole checking of the box. Your score is your score. Your likes are your likes. Your hobbies are your hobbies. Your extracurricular activities are your extracurricular activities. Okay. Well, I'm why, gonna, I'm why, why does race factor in to getting into college? Correct. Correct. And that's what, how could you, so how was this understandable back in the 19, whatever you said, how was that understandable? That race, so, because they wanted to give black people the opportunity yeah, so in the in the in the eighties, in the early eighties, things were different in America. Am I right? How old are you? <laughs> well, we're Maybe talking you about don't know. we're talking Maybe. about the we're talking about the early sixties. Oh no, talking I'm, about? I'm talking about even the the early eighties. So, what I, the question I'm asking? Because maybe this is where I'm I'm not understanding you a hundred percent. Okay. Even though if they didn't then, have the I'm line scores now. or the testing scores. <laughs> yeah, but even if the black people didn't have the line scores or testing scores, they were still you guys, allowed in, in a second. Yeah, they were still allowed into the the college because of affirmative action. Is that what you're saying? Or or got hired for a job. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about we're talking about college and not talking about the job. Okay. Because well, same thing. What, yeah. even even with the affirmative action <laughs> I thought even with the affirmative action, they still had to meet a minimum of acceptance to, to even be qualified for the job. True. And that's what we're talking about when it comes with this education thing. They're saying True. they're saying that the minimum is, I don't know if you can see me, but the minimum was here or, mm-hmm. or, or here, right? Mm-hmm. And they're saying that the Asian person had to do their minimum up here in order to be considered Mm -hmm. and the white person had to do their minimum here. So regardless of what that that's being, that's not fair. And affirmative action to me. Now it's not fair. Correct. Right. Right. Okay. Cause affirmative action to me at that time, I would agree that it was 
because people were being, uh, I guess we weren't given the same opportunities Correct. as under individuals. So they say, you know what? We understand we have been unfair to you, gentlemen or ladies. So here's our, here's our apology. We're going to implore you guys just based off of your race, which is Correct. a prime example of racism, right? Or at least an apology that they knew they were being racist. That's a different story, right? Then you're talking about for today's environment that we are such on an even playing field, right? That Correct. we shouldn't need affirmative action anymore. Correct. Okay. The, the thing with the Asian, the Asian people. So what the, the part of the, that story, if I'm not mistaken, that is missing is that there was like an abundance of Asian people coming in to Harvard. So I don't know to me, maybe Harvard was doing a cap. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but it shouldn't be a cap based off your race. It should be a cap based off your qualifications. Yeah, SAT scores. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it was if what he's saying is true, it 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 was more of a deferment, uh, death from death. How you say it? Death from whatever. It, it hurts you even more. Detriment. Deferment. Yeah, it hurts you worse to even put that you are Asian on the application. Because Which once you did I that, I say we should do away with all those boxes. Yeah, I agree. Like because, I, because when you said that your full name or your name isn't Lisa, that automatically, uh, because I know certain people would put um, on their jobs uh, applications and stuff, their names or different names that were more whitewashed or that didn't seem too aggressive, like. Uh, Let's say her name is Deshauna. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't put Deshauna. She would put her name is uh, um, I don't know, you know, something easy like Shade or uh, you know, say Sarah, Sarah, something like that. You know what I'm okay. saying? So I would see that growing up, and I'd be like, "Why are they doing that?" Because uh-huh. A lot of people would would be a you know they they would see the name and they would name their children like like for example my name is Mark it is not in a, a Kunte you know Kunte Kente name it's a <laughs> biblical name and you know I could get a I can get a job with this but my last name is Latrent and I immediately get asked if I'm French and so I can see how wait 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 wait. Wait. What's up? Isn't there? Isn't that where people go to the bathroom? Latrine. Mm, that's <laughs> not funny. Not funny at all. Okay. Okay. But I would immediately get judged and say, "Are you French?" And I'm like, "No, I'm I'm actually not French." But uh, you know, French did colonize. You know, and I would go into this whole spill, blah 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 blah. So I can see why people would would want to do away with that census thing. And definitely putting their their real native name on, on applications because you can get judged. And this is exactly what I'm talking about, racism being dormant. Um, we think that it's not affecting us, but you can see even in the educational system, just based off your name, they're judging. 
So. Right. Which is why I gave my son a good, solid, power, powerful boss name. His name is Joseph because that is a strong man's name. I gave him that name so that he can grow up to be a strong boss-like man. Okay. So, but I'm not ashamed of my name. It's just, um, Lisa is just what I've always been called. Uh, like I said, you know, Lisa Pootcake. That was my name, Lisa Pootcake. <laughs> so but, um, I want to, I want to talk about, uh, the, I'm back, the guys. documentary. Did you watch the documentary, uh, uh, 846 with Dave Chappelle? Everybody good? It's not a documentary. No, I, it, it, it was like 27 minutes. Did you guys watch it? No, that wasn't in our show prep list. You good, guys? I know. I'm just asking. <laughs> it, it, it came out. I'm just wondering if you guys asked it. If you watched no. it. Okay. What's the next topic then, Lisa, in the show? I, I got something I got something here. The next topic, uh, based on the uh, based on the stream, supposed to be uh, white privilege is a lie made by the left. Yeah. Who, who, who said that? I don't know. But Did you someone know, say I, that in the chat? Did someone say that in the chat? No. No, sir. Somebody, uh, somebody call up and, and tell me uh, if, if they believe it's a lie. Please call up. The number, the number is... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Heavy Five. water triad. My old lady makes bank and gets paid just like the men do. What does that mean? What do you mean gets paid just like the men do? <laughs> well, this is this Please is what this is the one thing, guys, guys. And I want I want to I'm I'm going to talk to those guys from the chat room. Okay, if you call your lady, my old lady, that makes you the old, the old guy. Okay, so. Uh, you know, you gotta you go when you talk about your 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 woman. You gotta call you know her you know the, the queen because that will make you the king. You know, my my prince. You know, whatever they uh, you know what I mean. So, uh, but that's just me saying. That's just me saying. So let me show you uh, something real quick, okay? That I want you guys to uh, uh, to see, and then you guys can go from there. You know, so. Uh, Um, Baz Rip, is W people, I mean, WP white people card? I'm just curious. Does, is that what that means? White people card? <laughs> got it. Got it. Cool. Cool. So let me show you something, okay? So... Let me take a look at this. Let's see if we can go on, from there. Is this on white privilege still? Yes, white privilege, yes. I think privilege is having it easier than others. You are given something more of a priority. Sometimes it's probably maybe even undeserved. Like, you didn't really work for it, but... You get special treatment. I never had to think about privilege growing up, like, all, all these years in Singapore. And that in itself was privilege for me. In the last one week, I have seen an advertisement with a model of the same race as me. My boss is the same race as me. Agree, step forward. 
I have never been the only person of my race in the room. In the last month, you've tried to get food and the person spoke to you in a language you didn't understand. If this has happened to you, step back. In the last one month, your friends in conversation have used the words you people to you, meaning your whole race. Take a step back if this has happened to you. Take a step back if this has happened to you. You've done something well and you've been congratulated because you're a credit to your race. Your race has been brought up in a job interview. Someone's made fun of you at school because of the colour of your skin. At school or at work, you have two or less food stalls where you can get food you like. You've ever been asked to stop loitering at the void deck? You've watched a racial stereotype on TV and you thought it was offensive. Step back. You've heard your friends make a joke about race, make a joke about a racial stereotype, but you were too afraid to say anything. You didn't want to cause offence. You, you felt this was a problem, but you didn't say anything. If that has happened to you, step back. Never happened to you, step forward. So when I first started this experiment, I thought I, was, I would end up somewhere in the middle. I didn't expect to land right at the back. I thought I'd be somewhere in between. I ended up being the last one and it feels weird because I would think that someone who is of a more minority than I am, like the Indian lady, would be behind me. When the experiment ended, I turned around and there were people who were kind of close to me and there were people who were like really far back as well. And I just felt like, whoa, there's so much difference in our experiences in Singapore. Even though in my head, I knew that this would happen, it still felt like, wow, like, I wouldn't have wanted people to have felt all these negative experiences. I never actually had an encounter with my close friends where I felt that they were being racist towards me. I always felt that they were being racist towards other people, but not to me. Good to go. Lisa? Yeah, so, I would totally win this. Uh, well, the, this is the thing, guys. You know, I, I just wanted to put this out there. There's no whites or Africa, uh, black Americans in this like, experiment. Uh, the other thing is, is that even the, the, what, what I saw from this experiment is even between the individuals in this, in this experiment, there's stereotypes among them, amongst, among them you know? I would be at the top. I would win. I think that I think that goes off of what uh what Sean was saying that you know there's there's even racism within the culture that he lives in. You know what I'm saying? The uh the uh, reservation that you know. But there is in black culture too. No, I no, already no. Told there's, you, there's, 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 yeah, I mean, I was bullied really, really bad in high school by darker skin black girls on a daily basis. It was right. really bad. Yeah, because... Thank God we ended up moving and I went to a, a different high school. 
but it was really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. There's nothing really I can disagree with that. Um, I want to say, okay, this is what it was. Um, just a sidebar. Uh, I got one sidebar, and then I got to go real quick. I'll be right back. Um, the Stanford prison experiment, uh, when we talk about uh, police officers and them needing training and people giving authority upon us, uh, sometimes you can uh, – I think, Ricky, you know exactly what this Stanford prison experiment is if you've been through basic training, um, which you have. Uh, it's pretty much putting the PG, the platoon sergeant, in basic training uh, on the shoulder of a private, and you're telling them, hey, you're in charge of all these people, and they start to change. They, they let that power get to their head. And I think that's what's happened to the uh, to law enforcement to a certain degree. And that's why I go back with relatability. Um, if you guys don't know, it's called the Stanford Prison Experiment. All these students uh, came from Stanford. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know if they came from Stanford or if they were uh, told to just be part of the experiment. But pretty much everyone was in the same uh, class system. Uh, the, the scientists said, uh, hey, you're going to be one, you're two, one, two, one, two, one, two. And pretty much said all the twos go on this side. You're going to be in charge of everyone. And the ones you're going to put, you're going to be prisoners. And they just left them. That's it. They didn't give them no more guidance. And uh, the, 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 the officers or the twos, they became aggressive to a point where they were doing egregious things to the prisoners. And this is, once again, this is, this is, everyone was free to leave, but they were so enthralled into this. When you tell one society you're submissive, and the other one, you're in, you're, you're, uh, what's the word? Uh, so you got submissive and what is it? Pretty the much master. strong. The master, right? If you tell them one, you're. you're Somebody's not into BDSM. Whatever. <laughs> if, you tell them, <laughs> if you tell one of them you're subordinate and, and the other one, you're the master, whatever, they tend to mentally think that and act that way. And, uh, the movie, you guys should check it out. It, I think it came, I'm looking at it right now. I think it came out in 2015. It didn't get a lot of, uh, uh, didn't look like it got a lot of publicity, but it shows how twisted a man or people, man, a humankind can be when given a little bit of power. I'll be right back. You guys can harp on that. I, I'll get the moment. I'm using about So he needs to use the bathroom. Ricky, Tell me. I know. But like um what about these other things that are happening right now? You know what? Oh, you know, I'll wait until Diesel get back. I had a vision last night on my way home. Okay. Like a real vision. Okay. Like a like an extra normal. Yeah. It was very disturbing and it it has to do with all of the um, 
stuff that's going on with the people and how they're reacting to um, tearing down monuments and just going buck wild, burning everything. Yeah, but I'll tell crazy. you tell you that when um, Diesel gets back. Once he gets back. But yeah. what what about yeah? What about all this other stuff that we um, that we were uh, I guess looking at. So one of the things that you sent me today, you know, uh, and I was looking at it, uh, and then you talk about uh, this, uh, this right here, this news right here. Judge argues Trump tweets are reason to keep prosecuting Michael Flynn. And then I wanted, I wanted to ask you a little bit about this, and then I think I, I ask you, hey, what do you really mean with this? Um, so how do you think that this, this actual tweets from the president are, are a motive to keep prosecuting Michael Flynn? Because I really don't understand. It. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know what Donald Trump's tweets have to do with Michael yeah. Flynn's um, illegal investigation that was placed upon him, his coercion into a um, guilty plea. His, Donald Trump's tweet has nothing to do with that. And this judge, it's, I mean, it's truly a kangaroo court here. Um the justice system it has run amok. This yep. is just so, and I just want people to know, I, I don't want to try to make everything about race all the time. It's just kind of a hot button right now. And that's why we've been talking about it. But if, if I can get through to people of color, if this is happening to white people, now Flynn was not necessarily a wealthy man, but, Donald Trump did have an illegal investigation placed upon him and he's a wealthy white man. So these kinds of things, if due process can be taken away from these wealthy white men, what do you think they're going to do to you? That is it's correct. It's called precedent. It's called precedence. So you, you have to stand against this kind of stuff. You have to stand mm. against what happened to Trump, whether you like him personally or not, you have to stand against what happened to him. And you have to stand what's happening to Michael, stand against what's happening to Michael Flynn, because if they can do it to them, what do you think they will do to you? Uh, that, that is, that's, you know, that's right on point, Lisa, you know, um, you know, and then we might we might have some kind of, you know, additional help. Maybe you work for a company who provide you with some legal support. Maybe you're in the military who they also help you out with some to some extent. But I mean, the uh, the, the the regular uh, uh, American is, is, is out there by themselves. You know, that's why that's why jails, I think, are, are, are so filled up with people, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. because things happen. And then uh, and then I think that we need to get. We need to get better people appointed, uh, healthy people appointed at the Supreme at the Supreme Court at the highest level of the court system, so they can so they can rule into these cases appropriately. You know, so right now we have right now we have one 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 judge who has been to to the ICU multiple times, and and she still a, a a justice of the uh, uh of the supreme court in the united states and i'm like what's going why on why are you always out you always out for ruth Bader ginsburg man she, can she, you let that woman live she she was a pioneer you, back then 
I feel like you got a calendar somewhere counting down the days until she passes. You know, you know, I have I have a calendar. Uh, no joke, I have a calendar with some friends. You know, and we kind of bet on 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 oh, people. You have a Deadpool. Yeah, like a Deadpool. Dead yeah, 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 yeah. And then I I was the first one to pick her this year, but we are about June June twelfth. I mean, she's still kicking it. You know, twice to the ICU. I'm about to make a hundred bucks. So. Oh my god shame on you wake let up you do wake up you let do that woman be <laughs> that's hilarious that is hilarious let that woman be jeez so what else what else is going on I mean that that's pretty much what's going on with the Michael Flynn thing. So the judge the judge Gleason, yeah. he was he's being asked to consult on this case to see if they can still prosecute right. um, Michael Flynn, even though the um, the prosecution has dropped the case, the defense has motioned to drop the case. Nobody wants to pursue this case. But the original judge and now the consulting judge. They know. <laughs> like, geez, what in the world? Can y'all let that man be? Y'all already bankrupt him. So we don't let that man be. He I mean, he's he still got money. We're moving from Michael Flynn to uh something different, guys. Something different. This is the officer Tatum. Uh listen to him. To get some exposure to something different, it'll work. But if you want to live there. Just the liberal policies and the way they do business in Seattle is already enough that I would never want to live there. But then you add in all the rain and the misery of living in Seattle. I don't know how anybody would want to ever live there or go there. And then you add in the cost of living and you just, it's a wash. Now, they have the liberals, the leftists, the lunatics, the the I need I should have got a spanking when I was a kid, but my mama and them didn't love me enough to discipline me. Now the police have to discipline me. Those kids oh have now taken over several blocks in Seattle. Seven blocks now. And the the, the funny thing is, these are the same people that's saying everybody's welcome, no borders, no walls. They have created a compound. And they put borders. They put barricades up. They are verifying who you are when you come in. Yeah, that was the first thing they did. It sounds like the southern border of the United States of America. But these are the same people that don't want no borders, no laws, no walls. And then they got a guy in there. And I don't know who he is. But he's somehow, I don't know if he made himself the leader or he's the one that organized all this stuff. But he has somehow become the leader of the trolls. And this is the funny thing. Somebody said this on my live stream the other night is they said they are saying no police allowed or whatever. And that they're the police. Right. I think even he made a statement to say I'm the police or something of nature. This is what people are, are saying in the ether out there and that he was knocking people over the head and telling them to do this and do that and, and, and instructing people to do this in violence and ridiculousness. And the funny thing is that if he claimed that he's the police, he is committing police brutality on his newly made police force. Yeah, it is absolutely crazy. People are in there getting assaulted sexually. 
People are getting hurt. They ain't got no food. What are y'all doing? And, and they, they have some of the most ridiculous demands that I've ever heard. The first one is to abolish police. Think about this for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. You want to technically be your own country. You want to secede from, I don't know, the state of Washington. So maybe you want to be your own city. You, put, you couldn't be your own country. But they were supposed to be uh, sovereign. So you want to secede. You want to be your own nation. Yet you're demanding help from the nation that you want to separate from. You, you're claiming that the police are not allowed. Government officials are not allowed. This is your space. You are autonomous. You, you know, you guys are, are running this thing. And, but you're asking for help from outside people. Think about this for a minute. This is how ridiculous some of these people are. If you are going to commandeer an area, you might want to commandeer an area that has resources, right? Like, like food, like clothing, like, uh, like at least you can make some clothes. Um, running water, you can take baths. It, it, that only makes sense. But if you're going to get a square concrete area of about four blocks, and now you got signs up saying, please help us. We need organic food. We need vegan options. This shit right here just kicked me off. They were asking for organic food and oats. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, kind, what kind of people, is, you know, do we have, you know, this is the same people who, <laughs> come on, no, no meats whatsoever. The, on, on day one, they ran out of food on day one. By 8 p.m. that night, the nurses that were supporting this uh, little cause, they were they were uh, complaining that they have eaten all, all, all night long. But let's, let's listen, to, listen to this guy. <laughs> you got to be crazy. These people are crazy, man. I don't know what it is. Is COVID, has COVID gotten the best of our brain cells? I mean, not ours, theirs. Have COVID gotten the best of their brain cells? These people are not thinking. And the mayor is completely spineless. Completely spineless. I, I want you to hear, I wasn't going to play this, but I want you to hear what the mayor said about all of this foolery. Roll the film. Lawfully gathering and expressing First Amendment rights, demanding we do better as a society, and providing true equity for communities of color is not terrorism. It is patriotism. We've got four blocks in Seattle that you just saw pictures of that is more like a block party atmosphere. It's not an arm takeover. We have block parties and, and the like in this part of Seattle all the time. It's, she it's known crazy. for that. How long do you think Seattle and those few blocks looks like this? I don't know. We could have the summer of love. Now, what kind of leader is this? What kind of leaders is this? You know, what kind of, what kind of crisis is going in Seattle? Uh, a complicit. A complicit one. Sounds. I mean, sounds like this is what she wants. Well, what's the worst that can happen from this? You want to know what the worst is? I've already yeah. looked it up. How about that? Yeah, I, so, go ahead. In 1989. Well, first of all, you do know that Antifa is a worldwide organization, right? It's uh, not it's exclusive a, to the United States. And it's a terrorist group. It's a terrorist right. group. So in 1989, an Antifa group took over a pretty much the same thing, city, city blocks in a city called Hamburg, Germany. And guess what? 
they still there. <laughs> so if you want to know how bad can it get, from 1989, this terrorist organization has held hostage some city blocks in Hamburg, Germany, and they still there. <laughs> it's the same situation. Like they check, they check to see who's coming in. They will not let the police come in. When the police come, they attack the police. It's, it's yeah. You, you think this same thing. Happen? You think this will would uh, stand up in in America? So I'm the I'm the kind of person that believes that I believe in the the of of the people. The mind is stronger than anything. It's why we have been fighting a war in Afghanistan for 20 years when we have far better equipment. You know, they got sandals and stuff. But they they won't fight. I mean, they won't stop. That's why that's why the Russians couldn't beat Afghanistan. That's why the French couldn't beat Afghanistan. I believe strongly yeah, right. in the right. will yeah. of the people. The mind is so powerful that right. it can withstand anything, and I believe that to the core. So could it last? Let's see how strong they, their will is. I don't think it's going to last. I don't think it's going to last. The, those people are the same people as Occupy. Occupy has been in Seattle, Washington since George W. Which one? So they're, they have been doing this for quite some time. I'm... I'm waiting to see what happens, but I don't think it's going to be over as easy as you think. Could they go to like other states like New York or do you think they can, they can go to those states or they have to, they have to pick on the weaker. weaker So Antifa is well funded. Um, They are actually funded by George Soros. And I guarantee that they are taking advantage of every um, town's unrest at the moment. That's why they they hold up Black Lives Matter signs, but it has zero to do with Black Lives mattering to them. Also, there was the one it's that their was time. Uh, there was the one that was putting bricks on the uh Correct. Oh it's their time. It's their time. Their it's their assault. Their sleeper cells are awakened. But Trump talked about that. I think he talked about the, he's the only person that really brought to light the Antifa. Uh, okay. And and what did people say? People said that Antifa or Antifa is not. Hello? I think she dropped. Contact there for a second. No, I'm, I'm back, I'm back. Okay, so everybody was saying, everybody was telling him that no, 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 Antifa is not even an organized group. They don't have a leader. They don't, they, they're just random people, blah, 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 blah. But he was right. It, it, it is a worldwide organization. It is everywhere. Um, I mean, how do, how do you think, um, what is that place in Spain? Um Catalonia. How do you think Catalonia attempts 
a um, <laughs> attempt, I say attempt, a, a civil war every two years. <laughs> it's because of groups like this. Like, they, they are everywhere. Anyway, how can you... Sorry for that. So to go a little bit further, do you think this version of Antif- Antifa, whatever, Antifa, the damn group, Antifa, yeah. do you think it's a government type of black ops type of that's disable the government uh, operation? Yeah, so I think that there are a few factions working here. So I do believe that the local government, probably even the state government in, in um, Washington and Seattle, are they're like, yeah, we need we need unrest. The whole country needs unrest. How can we defeat Donald Trump? Let's just make this place chaotic, coast to coast. Well. We're elected officials. We're the government. We can't really stick our necks out there. We need a weapon. Yeah. All right. Boom. Here comes Antifa. Yeah, I I can see that. Um, based off of me not being naive and how I know how certain governments do, um, they do put in, you know, sleeper uh, CIA. Now I'm not saying necessarily CIA, but. It, it might be a black ops type of thing, you know, knowing if you get caught, you know, you dis- disinvolve, you know, you don't talk about it. So I, I think that's what's happening because it has really morphed from a George Floyd thing to a Black Lives Matter thing to let's continue this going thing. All four officers have been arrested and they're going through the judicial system as we speak. So it should be, we should be done. Do you see any news about it? The only thing that we see is now Seattle. I mean, this is this is the left right. the left media trying to ensure that Donald Trump doesn't get elected. But they forgot about mm-hmm. the other 329 million people in America on the uh, electoral college. It's just it, people are scared. He's going to get reelected. You know, he's going to get reelected. I I don't think so. I mean, sure. I hope he does, but I just don't think so. Yeah, I don't I don't think he has enough. Uh, it's too chaotic. People, people will want to separate Trump from the chaos, but yeah. it'll be difficult to to do. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they're gonna blame the, them. the layperson. The layperson mm-hmm. who's not researching this and checking that out, it'll be difficult for them to separate the two. Because all all you hear is uh, Trump's Trump's leadership. He's not doing anything in this, and then you hear Joe Biden talking. Correct. And then you hear Barack Obama talking. And it's like they're, they're they're reminiscing about the, you know what? Maybe they're better leaders than Trump is. You know what I'm saying? So, because right. I see it, I see it. And I don't mean to be all conspiracy theorist or anything, but you do know that that coronavirus, the first one, was Washington, right? <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying, and, and the same with the murder hornet. So my son is like Mr. Science guy, right? right. Um, he's, he told me that there is no way that those murder hornets 
could have traveled across the Pacific. That they had to have been brought here. Yeah. And where did, were they brought? Washington State. Antifa. <laughs> well, this uh, the last the last sh- video I'm going to show you guys. This ca- this comes from a, a meeting that President Trump has with uh, multiple leaders of the uh, community in Houston. Uh, in 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 a panel called transition to greatness. This is what the president is doing right now, trying to uh, help out, you know, move America from where it's been put in, based on the uh, different uh, uh, um, accounts. You know, George Floyd's uh, homicide or, or murder, and uh, um, another things that we've seen. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this uh, guy right here. He's gonna speak a little bit about about what what he sees that we need. We we good with that? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Let me yeah. Make sure we got some music. Let's go. Church, I think right now, like any other time in our nation's history, we need God. Yeah. They are clapping. Okay. I need to sit the hell down. Hmm? So what? I'm praying to the Holy Spirit to put words on my mouth right now. And I want a nation to hear me. We need the fear of God. Mr. President, you're the only Republican I've ever voted for. (laughs) And I don't just say that to make you feel good. Honestly, that's not my goal, man. I'm saying that because you stood up for the word of God. There was an issue with the stream, so it's, it's going to come back in a second. Men in our country. Go ahead. Our Bible teaches us to serve the, those in prison. Our Bible teaches us to serve the poor. And when I walk into my class and I say, guys, raise your hand if you've gotten your sentence reduced from the First Step Act. And every single one of them raised their hand. That's because of you, Mr. President, and that's because of policy. But you're brave enough to go against what everyone else has said about you. Now I'm calling on you to do more. We have a real issue in our country, and the root of it, let's not get our eye off the enemy. The root of it is fatherlessness. Our kids don't have fathers. Attorney A.G. Barr, you said it earlier. You talked about pulling God out. Do we talk about education? Well, 71% of those kids that drop out of high school don't have a father in the house. 
We talk about criminal justice reform. You're five times more likely to go to prison or have a run-in with the police department if you don't have a father in the house. We talk about health care. You're four times more likely to live in poverty if you don't have a father in the house, which means you're going to be sicker. We don't have to keep looking for the problem when we see it. Now it's time for Americans of all color. I'm calling on my white brothers and sisters. I'm calling on my, my Spanish brothers and sisters. Get out of your bubbles. Go into the communities that are underserved and let's do what Jesus told us to do. We can bridge this gap of fatherlessness. All we gotta do is go out of our bubbles, go bridge the gap with these kids, teach them what you teach your kids. We all have rooms in our homes for a couple, couple little bro boys to come in and play with our, our sons and daughters. Let's bridge the gap through love, through Christ, and through being what we all know we are, and that's one America. God bless America. Go ahead, guys. So I understand what he's saying, but Trump is not going to bring back all the fathers. Um, it's just physically, it's just not, it's not, it's not possible. Okay. The the fact that he's been, you know, do what God do. I understand what this guy, whoever this brother is, I don't know if he's a pastor or not, but I understand what he's saying. Everything we should do is, you know, with God, yeah, I got you what you're saying, but don't use God's name on who to vote on. <laughs> like, don't do that. Okay? Uh, this shouldn't just be with Donald Trump. This should be all candidates, all presidents. They should be doing that, you know, in God we trust. Uh and I feel that Trump has somehow put together a couple of black people and says, look, I'm not racist. We need to go ahead and combat this and put a panel of black people together and have them say they voted for me and how much good things I've done for black people. So and you don't think it's sincere? I believe they... They are sincere in what they're saying. Um, I just, I just said it, it, it's just, it, it's coming now because he's being bombarded. Why didn't this come when the Virginia thing happened, and they said that Trump is a racist? He aligned himself with the racist. He called them good people or some such, something like that. This didn't happen then. This is happening now because he's trying to get reelected. So it's like, let me release. Let me release, let me open the dog pen and let the dogs out, you know? I, I don't like it. Like I said, I don't believe that Trump is racist. Um, I just believe that this is 
doing everything he can to get reelected. And that's not how we should I disagree with that. So you I know, mean, let me let me say let me can, let me add something real quick. You know that the pastor started talking about the first thing that he said was uh he began with talking about the first step act. Okay. And uh uh and the first step act, which we all know what, what this is about, uh was signed into law on January 14, January 4, 2019. So before all this nonsense was happening, you know, Trump was working for uh for minorities. Like I said, he was working for minorities. It should it should have came out then. You know what I'm saying? It, it I don't I don't I'm not saying that he wasn't doing it for minorities. He wasn't working for the minorities. Which once again, even just working for minorities is if if we're only twenty five percent based off of what Lisa says. Um No, we're we're not twenty five we're thirteen percent of the population. Yeah. Well, if we're thirteen percent of the population. I, I applaud him for focusing on the 13% and not leaving us behind. Um, but it, this should have came out way before. Like, it maybe it's TV. Maybe that's what it is. They 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 want to politicize what they want to politicize. And like I said, in the black community, if I go to a random black person right now and ask them if they're voting for Trump. I bet you, if I do, if I go to five random black people, I will say with confidence, four out of five are going to say they're not voting for Trump because he's a racist. And this because is that's based, social engineering. But that's what I'm saying. If if it would have came from the beginning that he is doing this for black people, he is doing it. It wasn't really focused on in the beginning of his presidency, if that makes sense. Now. Well, it's because people have been trying to sabotage his presidency from the beginning, but he's yeah, I know that. been doing his thing. I mean, think, think about all that he did for the boxing community, which you know is a sport predominantly made up of people of color. You talking about the boxing community? Yeah. You talking about made up like Hispanics and black people? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so think about all the, all the work that Trump did there. Well, I'm not saying he didn't do the work. I'm just saying it's not been politicized until I, now. And I think it's a little if he wants to get reelected, it should have been it should have been in our head from the beginning. Now it, it looks like he's just trying to prove that he's not a racist. Well, this, oh, okay. this, this I get is, what you're saying. You're saying that that it being on the news or on social media and things like that, it looks like he's just trying to get right. Elected. Right. But he is authentic. I actually do believe that this is him being authentic. No, yes. I do. But look when Kanye West, well, look when Kanye West went to go talk to him, right? Yeah. And people are looking at Kanye. You, what's wrong with you, dog? You, you talking to that racist? And Kanye was like, this man is going to make change for Chicago. And you know, they correlated Kanye West going crazy. He said, oh, Kanye West must be going crazy talking to Trump. And I right. was like, that is so unfair. But that's what the rhetoric was. They even came up with a song. Kanye West and T.I. came up with a song uh, stating, uh, why are you talking to Trump pretty much? That's what the song was. Yeah. And that was politicized. 
And so, of course, in the hip hop community, which is pre- pre- predominantly black and you know color, you know we're just getting he's Trump is Trump is a racist. Trump is a racist. Trump is a racist. So. Well, I want I, I want to go back to Lisa real quick. Uh, we talk about population, seventy six percent, seventy six point five, seventy six point five percent of the population in the United States are white alone. Thirteen point four are blacks, one point three uh, Indian American or Alaska Native, five point nine Asian alone, two percent, zero point two percent Hawaiian, two point seven percent. Uh, are more different races, 18.3% Hispanic or Latinos, and 60% are white alone, not Hispanic or Latino. So, so whites have the, the biggest one followed by, uh, followed by Hispanics and then blacks. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a little tricky uh, winning the vote. Uh, and we talk about, we're talking about the, uh, uh, we also talk about the First Step Act uh, as, as we pass it in this uh, January 2019, last year. Uh, but uh, the First Step Act was uh, also known as the SRCA, Sentencing Reform, I'm reading, and Corrections Act, that was, tra- that was introduced in 2015, but uh, pre- uh, President uh, Barack Obama was not able to, uh, to get the votes that he needed uh, to pass those votes. So President Trump did. President Trump did. So that's my part of that. So what's next, guys? What are we talking next? Because I think we have into the last topic, yeah? Yep. Well, I, I want to tell you about that vision I had. Like, oh, yeah. I was, so you, you, I was you driving home last night. and I, uh, So it's a very dark road. There's no street lights or anything. It's the country, okay? So a vision came to me, and it was just people disinterring Jefferson Davis's, you know, tomb and then parading around his bones. Yeah. So you said they dug up his grave? Yes. And they're parading. Okay. What what do you think? Like in protest. what do you think what do you think that means well because uh southeastern virginia is not it is a large area but it doesn't have a sports team so they think it's like a know nothing place but there has been a lot of unrest and in fact um they in Portsmouth, Virginia, um, protesters just took down a um, an old-timey slave post. Um, it's just starting to get a little a little wild down here. <laughs> and um, I don't know, just how low can they go? Um, the Jefferson Davis is buried in Richmond, but Richmond also is going crazy. They're tearing down statues. Um, they're protesting. I think there was even a little looting in Richmond. So, how so I, thought, I thought Richmond was actually taking the stat- statues down. I don't think, was it the people that were sta- taking the statue down? I think the government took them down. Um, 
so a statue was taken down by protesters, but of course the government is going to do it. I mean, we have the the <laughs> we have the strangest governor on the planet. He's like, you know, whatever you want, black people, all while wearing blackface. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> They're not mad at him for the blackface though. <laughs> So, do you think this is wrong? The tearing down the statues, getting yes, as a as a historian, yes, I do not agree with taking down the statues. I do not agree with renaming the bases. Um, the the renaming the bases is well, actually, both of them. Again, we are in in different economic times, so I do not ag- agree with doing anything that is unnecessary. It's like cosmetic surgery. <laughs> you don't need that right now. It's not on Groupon. So may I feel differently if we were in a better economic situation? I don't know. Maybe the bases I wouldn't care so much, but I would never want the statutes to go away. But right now, the way the economy is, it's too indifferent is such a waste of money. And these are these are things that cannot hurt you. They they cannot hurt you. They're just objects. They cannot hurt you. Period. You know, I'm gonna say something about the cannot hurt you thing. Uh I'm a I'm a Christian. Uh but I don't buy I'm a Christian, but you, you'll never see me buy a damn Ouija board. Yes, it's just an object, but it's not what I believe in. So I think you should really think about that, too. Um, so a Ouija we, board is designed to communicate with the dead. So it is more than just an object. Well, a these, statue is not designed to communicate with the dead. These statues invoke a certain emotion at a certain time in our past that we would like to evolve from. And, and in order to I don't evolve, agree with that. Well, I'm going to talk about what trauma is. Um, in order to get over trauma, you have to, how, how we've been taught was write about it. You, you talk about it. And then of course you might cry about it, whatever, but there's also another form of getting rid of trauma is you'll write a message or you'll write whatever, whatever that was traumatizing you and you would get rid of it. So it'd be a note, whatever you would throw it away, you'll cast it away, you'll get rid of it. And that symbolizes that you're over with that part of your life. And I believe that this is what they're trying to do. And so are you traumatized by slavery? I know. Systemically. No. N- Right now, am I traumatized? Are you traumatized by slavery? Just, Not me. just that. Nothing else Not to me. read into it. Are you traumatized by slavery? Look what it's doing to America. Yes. Just, just yes or no. Are you traumatized by slavery? Look at what it's doing to America. That's not what I asked you. I asked you a yes or no question. Are you I, traumatized I by slavery? <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, but I cannot I, say I'm not traumatized when I've been subject. Based off of you have my, not been subject to slavery. When I've been subject, based off of my color, 
people thinking that they're more superior than I am. That 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 yeah, they're more superior than us. So that is, if you think if you equate that to slavery, what is then slavery? shame on you? But you shame we, on you. We just we literally what talk is about slavery? You I, are I, not. You voluntarily you voluntarily put yourself in bondage by signing the army contract. First of all, so you're not all that traumatized by slavery. And no. secondly. That's, 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 that's invalid because if no, that's it's not true, invalid. If that's you, true, you are, you are right. property of the government at that point. Am I right? Are you, are you not property of where you're working at? No, because I don't have to be there. I can quit tomorrow if I wanted to. We have a choice to quit too. We can quit. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We can tr- quit and we can take a chapter, right? And we can get kicked out the military. It, it is what it is. You think. You think that we we have to we don't have to fulfill our contract. You know how many people don't fulfill their contract? They hey, can guys. leave at any moment. Guys. Not only did you fu- not only did you fulfill it, but you kept re-upping. Yeah, I got, guys, guys, one one <laughs> second. I know, I know, I know it's getting heated. I know Chicano is uh, trying to call in a second, but right now we have right now we have right here. Who, who do you think we got? We got heavy water. Heavy water is on the line. Heavy water's go ahead. Finally. Yeah, please come back in and support. Okay, Diesel. So you are. You are the exact demographic that I aim to build bridges with because um, I don't know what it is. It's like you have this you, when, when we started uh, this conversation, it was was it an hour ago when I jumped in right when you guys were on this live chat and you started talking about slavery. And I started jumping in the chat talking about how all colors of people have been enslaved. And slavery in America, yeah, it was a, it was right. a white enslaving black thing. But slavery in North Africa was a black enslaving white thing. And this goes back right. thousands of years. It's about mankind. It's about greed. It's about uh, I don't even want to say capitalism because that's kind of a new newer idea. But in general, it's just about the sloth, laziness, greed, etc. But I I want to build bridges with people like you who, man, you have your shit together, you're pissed off, and you fucking should be, but this line of bullshit that we're fed is specifically designed to divide us, and it's specifically designed Mm -hmm. to take dangerous men like you, Diesel. You're a dangerous man. You got your shit together. You're in shape. You, you, you have, you have discipline. You, you are a dangerous motherfucker to them. And, but you know what, who them are, who they are, the elites, the rich, the Donald Trump's, the Clinton's, the, the blue, the red, the either side of the line, it's the elites. If you want to call them that, I prefer to call them degenerates, but they are taking you and me and they're putting us on other sides of the road so that we are not battle sisters. Like I was joking with you about earlier, I got a lot of friends uh, that were in the service, Marines, Army, Air Force, whatever. I love the kind of gay humor that they all do. It's fucking fantastic. I love how gay all you military guys are. That sense of humor is so funny. It's it's that tight bond. I love that. And it is that, that, that type of funny shit that you guys talk about in the Army, that close bond that you have, that is what... That is that is the that is the reason that this race shit is here because that tight bond that you know you know how powerful that is too Rick you do too I know you you serve too I my friends in the army and, and the service they have I'm I'm envious of that bond that they have and that is what they don't want and that is why this race shit's happening because they know how tight that bond is so th- that's all I want to say man it, th- th- those are the connections that they're trying to break. That right there, and you know how you know how quick we could connect when we agree on a problem that we could fix together. 
That's, yeah. that's the point. Yeah. And, and that's, that's point. what we need to break. That's a good point. That's a good point. Heavy, heavy's you know, on it. Heavy, heavy, heavy water, you know. Yeah, that's a good in point. In case the rest of the people don't know. <laughs> Slavery is an unfortunate necessity to nation building, period. And, and like I mentioned, too, we're all we're all using this technology and we're, we're forgetting that right now there's rural Chinese farmers that they like seasonally they'll go work in these gated factories with fucking suicide nets and armed guards. And right now we're forgetting that we are the abusers now, even as even as peasants, there's like there's like new levels to it because now the power has been so consolidated to this top tier of elite motherfuckers that own a good chunk of the world. Now, even the peasants, as we are in our place, we're abusing people too, just by, just by getting our, our technology cheap. I mean, we have to admit that. I mean, if, if you want to be a man and stand on morals and talk about how slavery pisses you off, then by God, acknowledge the fact that you're abusing slavery as we speak by cheap manufacturing and cheap prices and cheap Chinese goods. I mean, there's fucking suicide nets around gated, around gated factories with armed guards. So we are all abusers as Americans. Uh, Do I care? I mean, I guess if I think about it, but I just don't think about it that much. You're just like real. You're just the realist. (laughs) Oh, he's talking about outsourcing. He's talking about all that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, slavery is a necessity to nation building. You cannot have a civilization without slavery. It's not a good thing. It's unfortunate, but it's also a fact. I just want to keep hammering, hammering in the point that it's, it's that, that this race stuff that we keep talking about, I feel like we're part of the problem by engaging in the conversation, but at the same time, having the conversation is the medicine. But the point is, is we are what we're taught to be. So we go through school thinking that America was this racist thing and that the fucking, that the, that the people in the North that they won cause they weren't racist. No, they weren't. They weren't, they, they were, uh, they were, the North was about manufacturing and the South was about agriculture. Right. So, you know, the South wanted to succeed and it was, it's way more complicated than that. But if you go and you weed out the bullshit that you were taught, you'll find you'll become a different person because your opinions will change based on your perspective. Your perspective will change based on the data that you have to input what your perspective yes. has become. Right. And, and, and I feel like we're all being divided. Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Oh, you girl, been on the show I, on I was Wednesday. on here a while back. I was fucking hammered last time I called in, but I was, I was just trying to drive one point home. I'm so sorry guys. No. And I saw, I, I rewatched it and I rewatched it. I was so embarrassed to just to hear, hear myself talk like that I was just so embarrassed. But that was the one point I tried to drive home was, I, I don't know how to let this race thing go. I, Cause it's like, you want to teach, you want to teach the, you want to teach the past to the present people that right. to our kids, we want to teach them the mistakes that we've made. But it's like we're not teaching it right. Um, and I think that's when you ask me, like, how do I solve it? I think that we just need clarity. And I think that the powers that be have have that's kind of is. like really tried to exaggerate the fog of war. And they've really tr- and by doing that, then, you know, they create this identitarian bullshit that divides us all. And, you know, when when Rick, uh, Rick Filipino, maybe was it? Do I remember? I'm sorry, or Puerto Rican. I'm sorry, Rick. I don't remember. Yeah, but they want everybody. They want everybody divided, man. And there is a reason for that. And that's because when we come together, when when you're in the army or wherever, however you guys served, you know, it doesn't matter what race, color, creed, religion. None of that mattered. When you guys were all fighting for each other, you were brothers on the front line. 
you were yeah. brothers together because you're all fighting for one cohesive thing. And I think that when you ask me, what do we do to solve that? I think what it is is to really focus in on that main, that main objective. And we need to triage just like, just like you triage for a traumatic event. We need to triage on what our main goals that we share together are. I think that that's the key. And uh, when we sit and we talk about all these little things, that's what they want. And, and uh, back to that Willie, Willie Lynch shit you brought up. <clears throat> I thought about that a lot, too. And I went and I listened to uh, like an audio podcast. Of it. it was really fucked up. Yeah. Um, but, but that Willie Lynch shit, that's, you're playing into that, Diesel. That's what I feel like when you're talking about reparations. And you want to you want to check your uh, you want to you want to check your Wells Fargo account for your reparations on your iPhone and see that shit coming in because that'll make you feel better. I mean, just remember, there's tears to that shit, and you got those Chinese kids working in those fucking with those. Right, that same bullshit. Right. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Anyways, I, I I think that that is a key. It's to figure out what what goals that we have together. And that's how we unite. And like when this printed, I, 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 you, if anybody noticed, I was talking about, I tried to say earlier in the chat on YouTube, right. what I tried to say was, meanwhile, while we're talking about this bullshit, Prince Andrew is getting away with rape. I tried to enter that into the chat like three times. YouTube ghosted that shit. Like it didn't show up on the chat. So meanwhile, the powers that be are literally getting away with raping our fucking kids. And, uh, and, and, and me and you, we're talking about fucking slavery in the America in fucking way. And what, like when was that shit abolished? Like 1865. Uh, we're, we're talking about some old fucking shit and we need to be focused on the present because the present problems are the ones that we need to solve. You want to talk about reparations, man? Let's do that after we figure out our present problems. Like let's work, let's, let's triage. Let's figure out what problems we have in common. And, and let's start to, let's start to talk about solutions to what we have in common. And with that, like I told Rick last time, last time I said this, I said, man, I, I was happy to articulate the points that I had with the drinks that were running through my blood. So this is a good time to let it go. I, if you guys want to ask me questions, that's the easier, that's the easier thing for me, but I don't think yeah. I can leave this any longer, but I, I got my point across. That's all I wanted to say. We need to come together. We need to triage. We need to figure out what problems we got in common. And that's fucking it. It's that easy. We need to I figure think, out what uh, problems we got. We need to fucking triage. I think the, the question I have is, uh, or more, more or less a statement. I think what I wanted to get a, get across was we open the forum, we either have a discussion about it, or we say we're not going to have a discussion about it. And this is how it's going to be. You accept it uh, or not. That's it. And if you don't accept it, I'm still moving on with this plan of objective. I just, I don't agree with having any type of, open uh, wounds. You say about triage, we, we tend to the biggest wound, any broken fractures, anything that's life-threatening. Um, but anything yep. that's exposed to the elements, they can also be life-threatening too. So I'm just saying, let's take care of all the wounds or not take care of it at all. That's what I'm saying. Because if you uh, yeah. take care of... Yeah, yeah. If you take care of some of my bleeding wounds, some of my, you know, open wounds, whatever, and the other ones can get, you're just giving it more time to get infected. And that's what I don't want. I don't want our generations to get infected with the wrong information. I want to say, you know what? In our generation, we solved this issue. It's no longer an issue anymore. This is how we're moving on. And when Morgan Freeman was talking about, we watched a, something about Morgan Freeman, he said, 
Correct. Stop talking about it. That's right. Just stop talking about it. And I think the only reason black people will stop talking about it is if we come together, white, black, indifferent, everyone, and say even some, even an even uh, form. The same way how you said uh, the Chinese people are, 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 you know, with the guns or whatever, and, you know, we're outsourcing and stuff. I didn't really think about that. I didn't think about that. But well, when the day, when the day happens, they want to have a conversation with me, I'm going to sit there and tell them straight to their face, look, I was buying this because of this. This is where my mind state was at. You either accept me or you don't. Okay. That's it. I, I get you. I get you. I get you. So let me tell you this. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I'm going to call back on a different night. And in the meantime, I'm going to organize my thoughts, and I'm going to address certain issues. And I'm going to, I'm going to come back to this show with organized thoughts and I'm going to address things that we've been talking about tonight since has such as race issues. I'm going to call back and I'm going to tell you diesel what I think some solutions that we could, could do are. And I'd like to, I'd like to talk about that, but I don't want to talk about it now. It's something that I really, I really would, I really will spend time thinking about in my sober day, not just when I'm having fun drinking with the old lady on a Friday night. I'm going to, I'm going to really spend, I'm going to spend my time and I'm going to think about it and I'm going to bring some good ideas to the table. I, I, I will try. And then I will, I will become part of the solution rather than part of the problem. So thank you guys for, for giving me the time. But what I wanted to say is just like, man, let's, let's, let's come together. Oh, oh Baz Bip or Biz Bap or whatever he was saying in the chat, summer of love bullshit. We fucking need that more than ever right now. As hippie as that sounds. Uh, from a military man, you gotta be fucking rolling your eyes because you know shit gets solved when a fucking M4 is in your hand. I get it, but uh, yeah, oh, I want to. I want to. I want to talk about real solutions. I want to. I want to talk about real solutions, and I'd love to call back with that. So I'm going to organize my thoughts, and I, I think that that is, that should be that should be the uh, the direction that these conversations go. Is what are solutions to the real problems, and, and not pointing fingers, and not 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 talking about blame. But uh, but but really thinking about how do we make our community stronger and, and how, how do we help? What, what can we really do that has the most efficient? Because pointing fingers and and, and, and uh, casting blame that's not efficient, man. It makes sense. No, we all not. do it. It's it's a fucking lazy way to handle shit. But I'm gonna call back and I'm gonna call back with some fucking solutions to problems. And I think that right. uh, I think that everybody else should do the same. Let's let's stop blaming people and let's let's fix shit. Hey, I got one question, Heavy. Are you gonna bring your battle buddies here? Bring bring your army guys my, to the chat. Yeah, my battle sisters. I, I yeah, you yeah. know I can try. I, I don't think it would be that hard. Uh, but I but if you ask me to bring them, what do you want them to talk about? Because I, I can't just tell them to hey come on this chat with me. So 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 what do you well, want my uh, white conservative battle sisters to talk to you about? <laughs> because they were about, right there with you, man. About hey. about everything. I just want them to come in here and share their point of views too. Hey, I, I think I, I think I got an idea. You know, uh, things we haven't we haven't mentioned well, let's, it yet. Hey, well, let's let's give them a let's let's give them a fair shot. I mean, let them let them come in a little bit prepared. So, can, hey, you give, can you can you give me some? Give he, me one topic. Heavy water, heavy water. Listen, listen. Let's let's do something. Uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but next week we are not going to be doing the Monday through Friday. We are just doing Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday. So uh, we like to have you here on Friday, uh, and not just on, on on a phone call, but we like to bring your face. Uh, uh, to the actual video, we like to have uh, uh, you know somebody from the chat every Friday. We're going to be bringing one of you guys, so I think that you know it would be very nice to have you here on Friday. So what we can do is you know just just hand tie after we hang up, so I can get maybe your email or something, and then uh, we can start talking 
uh, through email, all of us, and then uh, uh, you know you put your uh, your topics together, and we put our ours, and then uh, uh, on Friday we can have I some kind of that, man. And I, you know. I think it's really, I really think it's really important to point to, to to change the trajectory towards blame and like what's fucked up to like what can we do to help because like yeah. what's fucked up that will always be there there will always be something that's fucked up and everybody focusing right now on on anger and blame and all that so let's just end it here i'll get off i know you got uh chicano who needs to get online next and and everybody's got the night ahead of her and uh my queen by the way is waiting for me it is to, uh, amen to, to that so yeah, i need man. to get out of here and i need to give her some of my time i've loved love following this you guys are really doing god's work right now what that dude was talking about this is what's needed exactly you guys are doing it so Thank you. you. You guys are doing it. All right, Thank brother. You guys. Thank you. you. Have you a good night. All right. Have a good night. Bye. And again, uh, good night to, uh, let's uh, say good night to Heavy Waters and his queen. Okay. There we go. So guys, I think, I think uh, Chicano, you're going to be the last caller. If you can uh, call in, uh, you know, we got, you got two minutes, about two minutes to call in. Uh, that that is correct that is correct about two minutes uh so guys i think i think that uh i think that it's been uh a bad trip you can also call as well if you beat chicano to the punch uh uh you're gonna be the last caller so uh guys i think that we are bringing a lot of uh, uh good topics to the table i think people are getting very uh, uh here we go i think people are getting uh very excited with uh with uh with what we have going on so let's continue uh, let's continue doing this uh you know um let me get let me get the the caller real quick lisa when are you going to be somebody's queen i've been somebody's queen plenty of times Psych. Psych. you've been the old lady <laughs> no no i've been i've been somebody's queen plenty of times hey sean is is she your queen no, I told you he's not my boyfriend. That we are just we are exes reconnecting. Can I can I speak to Sean without you censoring me? And back then I was not his queen. That's why we were off and on for five years. Off can, and on. Can I speak to Can I speak <laughs> Can I speak to Sean? Sure. Thank you. But he was like my soulmate. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> he was. He was. We were actually just we were um together last night and we were laughing. Um <laughs> hey, 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 that he got me was Hey, there uh, we go. There it is. Oh. Hey, go ahead, Hello? brother. Hello. Hello? 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 Yeah, there you go. There you go. Go ahead, we can hear you. Coming in live from the Arch Ricky 365 channel. This is Diesel speaking. Did we get punked? Can you hear us? No, I don't think so. I think he's still there. Maybe uh, everything okay? Are you talking to Baz? Go ahead. It's you. It's you, man. Go ahead. Hey, guys. This is Baz. I'm from Las Vegas. I think I got a solution. I got a major solution. This is, in my opinion, a white problem that's created by white people that's created a long time ago. White people need to come together and weed out the racist white people. Mm. And that's what I want to talk about. That's what's going on. 
Everybody else are innocent bystanders from something that's been happening for hundreds and hundreds of years in the European society. It started over on the continent of Europe. It's to enslave somebody to make them work for you. And that came over here. Yes, every culture has their own. But this, because white people are the most dominant in America, this is our problem. So everybody else should sit back and let the non-whites war against the racist whites. And you'll see a change. You'll see a big change. On that note, I'm out of here. Baz Rip from Las Vegas. Okay. 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 S- sounds like a police state, though. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. So uh, that was uh, wow. That was okay. Bass Rape. You know, he's ca- he's calling Bass he's calling rape. on white people to solve the issue. So what are we talking about? It's it is a a a new idea. I've not heard that, and it seems pretty cool. It also seems a like you know a little bit like a police state, or maybe like a little bit like the Minority Report. You know getting in trouble for thought thoughts you know uh, well lisa uh, he, he has your said the same mindset you have you say that if you become the the overlord of the world you know you do dictatorship stuff oh, so. yeah so for me like i would totally be a dictator ruling with an iron fist but i never want to live under one <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> i okay but no i i I'm absolutely hypocritical about that. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and, I, and I'm not shy about it. And I'm not shy about it. But um, that that makes that makes sense, man. That makes sense, and I think that made a lot of sense about damn. Like when we were talking about earlier with Washington, uh, there was no black people out there, and I was mm-hmm. like, let the white people if that's what they want, that's what they want. If black people don't have to be present. Maybe it's 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 what he's talking about. It's let the white people weed out the racist white people, right? Yes, and it's and been done before. I just thought of it. When it when? has been done before, it's been done before. Yes, with communism, and it doesn't work during the Cold War. Uh-huh. The white people in America uh-huh. did rat out, isolate, point out the communist sympathizers. So they have done it before. So white people can't police themselves. Y'all go ahead and get started. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. I just remembered that. But that is true. You know, they had all these blacklists and stuff. So white people are perfectly capable of, of policing themselves. Now they just need to remember that they can and start doing it again. Well, I mean, I, I go back to... I'm not going to go back to it, but even during slavery terms, you know, we had white people that were standing up for black people and actually helping them escape from, uh, you know, from their captors. So mm-hmm. white people have shown, they have been shown, but I think that's a good, that's a good, yeah. Let them, it's a white people thing. It's not, it's, you know, we don't have to treat them any different way. Uh, yeah, I agree. So maybe we don't need to be reminded of slavery per se. We need to be reminded of the people that helped black people get out of slavery or help help America 
um, shy away from communism. So all, all the times that they have police themselves maybe we need to focus on that to remind them hey you still have that power you could still do that police yourselves get your life right you know what yeah and i think that's why they were upset at drew Brees. uh drew Brees has spoke about something uh and they were like you're the person in your position that you can help us and he ended up apologizing, whatever. And he was like, this is not what I was really talking about. Um, but, okay, I can see it. I can see it. And, need, and it also re- sounds more positive, right? It sounds more positive than, oh, no, I'm constantly being oppressed by the white man. Yeah, there's oh, nothing no. I can do. Nothing I yeah, can yeah. do. Yeah, right. when, when you talk right. about Drew Brees, you know, he actually wanted, he wanted, he apologized because he was forced to apologize because of the backlash that he got from social media. But we know what he said from the beginning. Right. I, I, I think, yes, that's more positive. It sounds great. Plus, they have a history of doing it. So they're perfectly capable. Um, but I, I think, you know how I said, like, the, the issue, I think, with black people is the self-esteem. I'm, right. I'm starting to see that issue in white people because we just earlier saw a video of white people oh, kissing yeah, black yeah, people yeah, feet. Yeah. The, the, the white guilt is running rampant. So they need to get their self-esteem back too. And, and start doing their thing. Get your life right. Get your right. life right. Yeah, I agree. So that was a good way to end the, yeah. that was a good, that was a good way. Mm-hmm. Good job, Lisa. You saw my way eventually. Okay, guys, thank you so much for watching. You know, <laughs> I'm asking all you guys to click the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And if you are not, go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, share it to your friends, whatever. Next week, we're going to be live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, guys, from uh, Let's get it. 6 to 8 uh, Mountain Standard Time or Arizona, Phoenix, California time. Uh, we will be changing that hopefully to six to eight to Easter standard time, but we will let you know uh, when we're going to do that. So we can do the same thing for Lisa since she's on the East coast. Uh, you can, you can move to the West coast, Lisa, you know, you can, you can, you Ew, know? no, Arizona, that Texas. About, that's about to go in the water. I'm not trying to be there when it's underwater. No, thank you. Yeah, we'll be good. So guys, one more, one more time, you know, final thoughts, guys, we're leaving. Hey man, stay positive. Keep the, keep the, Let's keep our our chatter positive, and uh, let's live life. We can do it, guys and gals, queens. Yeah, I, I do appreciate all you guys. You guys are doing amazing. You know, uh, keeping the chat li- live and going as well. Uh, I'm being respectful. That's that's the main thing. You know, I have to like uh, uh, show some some uh, of the. Uh, Comments that put, you guys put on the chat, and I don't even know why why they got blocked. So just continue doing that. You know, we keep looking at the chat, uh, giving blocking. you guys the chance to uh, speak your mind. Lisa. No, I said we, yeah, we, we um, will unblock it. That's what I said. Right. Yeah, thank you guys for coming out again, and hope hopefully you guys will be back on Monday. And don't forget to subscribe and share, and I hope you enjoyed it. All right, guys. Have a good night then. Bye. back with you guys in a second.